Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Thanks so much for joining me today in my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. Today I'm going to talk about 48 hours in Philadelphia, PA, the city of brotherly love, Rocky, and so much more. Here are a few travel tips if you're visiting for a weekend or for a few days. My friend Heather took me around her old stomping ground and gave me a really full, fast tour. From where we stayed, what we ate, discovered, and explored, today I'll share with you our quick trip to Philly. First up, where we stayed. If you're only in Philadelphia for a few days, I definitely recommend staying in Old Town or Center City. We stayed at the Residence Inn by Marriott with great views from our window. The hotel offered a breakfast buffet and parking, and the buffet included pancakes, waffles, eggs, fruit, coffee, and juices, and had plenty of seating in the dining area. Center City is located near several restaurants, shopping malls, and not too far from the Independence Visitor Center and many of the historic sites. If you decide to stay closer to Old Town, just know that the price per night jumps a little bit and parking can be a little bit of a challenge. Not all hotels include it with their stay. And so we enjoyed walking and getting in a bunch of our Fitbit steps. So exploring Philadelphia, if you're just there for the weekend or 48 hours, like I was saying, you might want to narrow down what you can see because you just can't see it all. You definitely want to run the stairs at the Museum of Natural Art like Rocky did and take a picture with the statue. That's super fun to do. And then we visited the Independence Visitor Center or Independence Hall. I do recommend in my blog where to get the tickets in advance for the museum. It doesn't cost that much. It's less than $10 per person, but it does have timed every 15 minute ticket checks. And if you're in a group, lines tend to get longer and longer. And the the park tour guides are super helpful. And I want to give them a shout out because they did a big thank you at the beginning of our tour to retired active duty servicemen and women. As a military spouse, this always warms my heart. The tour itself was fantastic. It's not overly long, like 20-30 minutes, and I learned a great deal about the Constitution, a lot that I'd forgotten from elementary school, which was quite a while ago, and the refresher actually brought me to tears. I'm thankful for the visionaries who began this dream for our country so many years ago. Next, we visited the Betsy Ross House, and absolutely one of our highlights on this Philadelphia trip was visiting here. The greeter and the guides were friendly and personable, and we arrived right at opening, which I would definitely recommend for you as the tour buses and organized tours come a little bit later and started to get bottlenecked. So Betsy Ross, talk about a strong woman. Married three times, created and made our national flag while British soldiers were dining downstairs, gutsy and brave. She wasn't just a seamstress, she was literally behind the fabric of the spirit of our nation. Go Betsy! (laughs) The tour is fantastic and the players or interpreters do not break character, which was a lot of fun. Uh, May I take your photograph? Sure, she replied. What's a photograph? Oh, the device you're holding? Can I see? 
Tickets for the Betsy Ross house are $8 per person, and there's a military discount of $6 too, so just a couple dollars off. The gift shop is right as you walk in, and much of the house makes you feel like you've stepped back in time. Another place we explored was Chinatown, and this neighborhood is in downtown Philadelphia and combines Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese, Korean cultures and cuisines. We saw several shops and restaurants and markets that had unique fruits and vegetables. The friendship gate that leads you into this part of town was really beautiful. And each year they do a Chinese New Year celebration and parade in Philadelphia in this neighborhood to celebrate its culture. Another new celebration in Philadelphia is the Chinese Lantern Festival. And I've included those links in the podcast description below. While walking around Philadelphia... You'll also be amazed that there's history at every corner. And before I knew it, I had to stop myself and just start taking pictures because I didn't realize all this history was in Philadelphia, not just forming our nation, but for forming it for business and different, for instance, Girl Scout cookies began in Philadelphia. And that was such a cool random fact. The Freemasons and Ben Franklin, there's a Masonic temple that's just beautiful And we really enjoyed our walk through the old city. And I've put the links also to where you can find out more walking tour information as well in the description. So next up, the good eats that we enjoyed. And of course, visiting Philadelphia would not be complete without a cheesesteak. Am I right? So thanks to Heather, we were able to visit two of the most famous cheesesteak restaurants. You can smell these iconic steakhouses blocks away. The first one was Pat's King of Steaks, and the second was Gino Steaks. Both offered the cheese with either provolone or the melty cheese. We ended up eating at Pat's King of Steaks, and it was really good. Both of these are located in the Little Saigon neighborhood, and parking was a little bit of a challenge, so pay attention to where you park and remember how to get back to your car. Another great place to eat is the Reading Terminal Market. This is one of the coolest eateries in Philadelphia. Opening in 1893, this market was built below the railroad tracks, which had to have been loud and amazing. (laughs) What a rush. The market today has over 80 vendors, and some vendors are connected to the actual originators with family ties. 100,000 visitors visit the market every week, according to their website. And for over 100 years, this market has made it through ups and downs, recessions, depressions, and includes produce, meats, fish, groceries, etc., crafts and books, more and more. There's also a different array of restaurants that you'll definitely want to visit and revisit. One of the restaurants that we visited that I absolutely love was Barbuzo. It's located in Midtown Village or Gaberhood, which is in the heart of Philly and has an awesome food, drink, and LGBTQ culture. This Mediterranean kitchen and bar was an absolute delight. Their menu was creative and they had small bites to eat as well as different plates like pizza and pasta. Their wine list was thrilling. I saw a Nero and a Nebbiolo, which are some of my favorite wines from Italy. Well done to the sommelier because I haven't seen wine like this since Italy. And my only regret is that we only visited there once, but we only had 48 hours. (laughs) The next was McGillan's Old Ale House, and we were there right around St. Patrick's Day, so we had to stop at an Irish pub. And This is the oldest alehouse, the oldest restaurant and bar running since President Abraham Lincoln took office. And I would say that they earned the right to be called 
the oldest. <laughs> McGillan celebrated their 150th anniversary in 2010, and they keep going strong. Check out the blog for some really cool pictures, and the vlog will come out soon as well. So Philadelphia, to me, felt like a big, huge neighborhood or neighborhood city, and it just was connected one neighborhood to another, making it into a city, but they were totally different but yet they melded together. And we began to notice painted murals that adorned the brownstones and brick buildings. And we found ourselves slowly driving, which I'm sure drove the drivers behind us crazy. If you're traveling along America's East Coast, up or down 95, and you haven't visited our independent city, I'd highly recommend it. As you can see, 48 hours was just not enough. And if you're lucky, grab one of your BFFs and take her with you. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. For more inspiration and travel ideas, visit my website, travelwithwendy.net. Ciao!